We had to do it. We had to give it to you. We done emergency pods. Now the bonus pod today, we're going to be talking about the Kemba Walker trade. Came out of nowhere. I guess you can do trades now. We knew this, but it's, it rarely ever happens. Luka Doncic played for the Slovenian national team. He's back, baby. He's back. He's back, baby. He's back. We'll get into that. Talk about all kinds of things today on a bonus Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. It's Dirk again. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous, but uh, I'll call you later. I'm the one for you. We're meant to be together. Hello? Hey, I'll just want to say I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game, Isaac. It's the whole game. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The trading titan, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Dirk Nowitzki is back. Let's go! Man, if... <laughs> He's back. He is back. No, if... I mean, honestly, if there's ever... Uh, a better time for Dirk Nowitzki <laughs> to uh, come back to the organization in an official role. You know, he's obviously been around the team and stuff, but and he hasn't been gone too long, but he's back. He's he's been around the team, but let's be clear, like he's been away for these last two years. Yes, he yes. is he has not necessarily been like at practices and here and there. Like he's come to what, like five games or less? Yeah, I've been around the team the pandemic. Yeah, like playoff, like just this like playoffs over the past like right. few weeks, past month. But yeah, you, you make a good point. Since he's retired, he's been traveling. He's been pretty much away from the team. Who knows how much involvement, like, you know, talking with Mark and, you know, whoever's in charge. But it's <laughs> it's it's so good just to feel his like presence back in their organization. Now, I think a lot of fans can say, and fans are already doing it. Like, is this a PR move by Cuban? Is this a, hey, this is the one move you can't criticize if you're a Mavs fan. Um, but however you feel about anything else right now, it's good to have Dirk Nowitzki back. And it's good to have a voice like that. He's been around. He knows people. He's been in locker rooms. He's been, yeah. you know, now he's on this side of it. I mean, he's he has been around. He's been around Donnie Nelson forever. He, you know, he's been part of these front office meetings draft me like meetings probably he's been just around and involved in some of this stuff talk about institutional knowledge after losing two guys in donnie nelson and rick carlisle that have decades of institutional knowledge for the mavericks dirk has probably just as much maybe more than those two guys <laughs> institutional knowledge about the mavericks so today on the podcast i want to get into for the mavericks is it chaos or are they moving forward because i think for some mavs fans there's this trepidation there's this worry there's this frustration that is my team in shambles? We did that. We kind of did the, uh, you know, the it, it, it's it is fine meme uh, on our YouTube video. I don't know if you watched our emergency pod, uh, and it's a little bit in jest because these these moves aren't necessarily shocking to us. They're not they're not super surprising to us. But I can imagine for a lot of Mavs fans that these moves, Donnie Nelson leaving and Rick Carlisle at the same time, just floored you, just absolutely shocked you. I had texts, I had DMs, I had a bunch of people just reach out and say, "What is going on? What is happening?" So. Let's get into that first before we do the trade or anything else. 
is this chaos or are they moving forward? And for me, they're moving forward in some ways. They had to make some kind of change. And I think there's a couple of benefits. And we're, we try to stay positive. Let's stick with some of the benefits. I think there's benefit to um, changing Rick Carlisle and Donnie Nelson in their roles. I think that you can move a franchise forward. Now, can you also take a step back? Sure, you can take a step back depending on who you who you decide. But I think especially in the free agent acquisition um, area that the Mavericks have struggled in the last ever, right? Like how many times have we talked about getting the big fish and missing on the big fish? And sometimes that benefits the Mavericks, but still they have struggled to get big time free agents. And from all the talk about Rick, like I think there there's a, a chance there that Rick may be one of those problems. He's, he's worked with players and had problems with certain players. Obviously the Rondo thing, Rondo's a guy that gets around and talks to a lot of people, right? Like he gets around and talks to a lot of people. And I bring this up, Maybe Rick didn't detract from free agents, but I don't. I, I can probably say that he for sure did not like entice free agents to come to the Mavericks. At least not big name free agents. Now, well, yeah. Now today, Tristan Thompson came out and gave a huge like uh, endorsement of Jamal Mosley as the coach of the Mavericks. Right, like a, another player on a different team. Now this guy might also be a free agent and might be, <laughs> might like. You know, he might be off of the Celtics and be on the Mavs suit if, if that's what he wants. But but that kind of endorsement does not happen for Rick Carlisle, right? It, but it'll happen for a Jamal Mosley or somebody else. Well, I'm so glad you... Yeah, I was about to interrupt you if you were going to move past this point. But I'm glad you stopped at this point. A lot of times over the years, and now... <laughs> I will say now we can say this, that Rick's gone. But, you know, a lot of times over the years when we've talked about the, the f- big fishes that Dallas has missed on, you know... We want to, you know, kind of gravitate towards what did Cuban do wrong or what did Donnie do wrong? Well, what? there's the obvious that the Mark Cuban was on Shark Tank when he was supposed to meet with Darren Williams, right? Like that was a public story that was very obviously if Mark Cuban would have been there, they probably would have got Darren Williams. Now, now looking back, you're like, oh, what would Darren Williams have done? But still, like that is a very obvious example where there's not as many for hey, Rick Carlisle, Donnie Nelson, et cetera. Yeah, and what I just feel like they're the natural. They have been the natural targets for a lot of fans over the years of why the Mavs have missed on free agents. And the whole time, I'm like, man, there's an underlying, there's another common denominator in that that has, you know, there's a. If we're talking about the the person that players are going to, all the star players are going to interact with the most on a day to day basis, it's the head coach, and it's not a hey, I'm gonna dump everything on Rick Carlisle, but it's. It's the whole story. It's a factor. It's a factor because he's not the easiest person um, to have a relationship with at times. I mean, Tim McMahon has been on three different ESPN pods over the past few days, and he's reiterated that same point over and over again, not just with Luka Doncic. The one he did with Zach Lowe was so telling because that was before Rick even stepped away, and he was talking about how tense that relationship was. And he even brought up a name that I forgot all about was his Rick's turmoil with D- Darren Collison. It's like, we've been talking oh, about Rondo yeah, right. and Jason Kidd. I forgot about Darren Collison. And there's, you know, examples with, you know, Pistons and Pacers days that we've talked about. So that has been a underlying thing that really nobody really throws out there when it comes to the free agent stuff. So I'm now, does that mean that if they hired Jamal Mosley tomorrow, that they're getting the next biggest fish? Kawhi's coming. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that, I don't know if players were chomping at the bit to come to Dallas because of Rick Carlisle. They were not chomp, chompsy billipsing at the bit, right? Or is that chomp, chompsy bit bitsing? <laughs> but it was what, but, but I'm saying this. 
he is well respected around the league for how smart he is. Like you've heard players and analysts and other coaches just like rave about, oh my gosh, the smartest coach. Like he's yeah, one right. of the most brilliant minds. But when it comes to when it comes down to it of a player picking what team he goes to, it's not always the smartest coach in the room. It's not always the the you know all this. It's man, who's the coach that I want to play for? Who's the coach that's going to be there in my corner all the time and to help come alongside of me and be a player's coach? And that was just not always the reputation for Rick Carlisle. Nope, nope, that is absolutely for for sure. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Dirk now. Uh, let's move on a, a little bit from. We didn't this. even say the role that Dirk was going to play in the opening well, it was, segment. It, it's so. our it's, it was our start, and then we went into the chaos question. Uh, Dirk, according to Mark Stein, former Maverick star Dirk Nowitzki. It's funny how he has to qualify like who he is, right? Like you can't just say Dirk; it has to be former Maverick star. Tells the New York Times Sports that he is rejoining the organization as a quote special advisor. Dirk's first assignment at request of Mavericks owner Mark Cuban assisting the team in its search for a new head of basketball associations and then a coach. We knew that that was going to be the order for sure. Mark Stein continues to say, after just two seasons of retirement, Nowitzki, who turns 43 on Saturday, is holding off on taking an everyday role with the team, but he tells New York Times that after the departure of Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle, he's assisting Cuban on Dallas' search processes and said this, Mark approached me and asked me to help out, and of course I said yes. Anyway, I can help my Mavs, I'm in. Love that. Love that. My Mavs. Anyway, yeah. I can help. I'm in. He's in there. So he's in this advisory role. It seems like him and Finley and a couple other former Mavs and, and people are coming in to try and figure out the direction of this team, which goes to our question, is it chaos or is it moving forward? And is let, let's get into it. Is this a PR move for the Mavericks or is this an actual tangible thing they're trying to do to actually move it forward, create some progress out of this chaos, right? Like can a Phoenix rise from the ashes of this week that we just had? Well, you know, even in his, in his uh, you know, release statement, he says Donnie, Donnie Nelson, and Rick Carlo were both mentors of mine. They played huge roles in my career and success of this franchise. He's I'm going to miss them. So he's he, he honors them in that. But like you said, he said, it's important for me now to join Mark and contribute as much as I can as we move forward as a franchise. And yep. that's how they're viewing it. But I'm just going to be very blunt and very honest with you. I don't think we can answer that question now. I don't mm. think we can say they've moved forward or they're moving forward or anything because I love Dirk. I love that he's in this role. I want him in this role. They need him in this role, but nothing changes. They could bring in Barack Obama tomorrow and nothing changes until we know. Yes, we can, Isaac. <laughs> until we know. Where's Volgaris? Like, what is his role? Is he going to be yeah. back? Because. We don't know anything if they're moving forward or not. That's if, the biggest PR hit the Mavs are taking right now. And, until like, we know, until we know, Haralabas like role moving forward because it's just like Woj said on his podcast today. Woj said there's no other, there's no other GM executive in the league. Like the the job's enticing, but he said nobody of stature is going to come into this Dallas situation and take this job if they don't have assurances that Haralabas is, is gone. Yeah. And McMahon was very clear on that part of saying, and we're referencing McMahon because he's one of the people that's all he knows what's going on with Dallas of saying he doesn't expect Ralabal to be back. He doesn't think there's any world that he could be back because of his relationship with Luca and then his like overstepping of whoever the new guy is. So that for me, just stay it's in like, your corner and crunch your numbers, man. Like, come <laughs> on, really. Just so for me, it's like I saw the Dirk news today and I'm like, I love it. I'm excited for it. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But where's Bob? 
<laughs> like, I, you know, is, is Bob still there? Is he still having, you know, the, the power of that? And so I can't say that they're moving forward. It, like, there's still a world in which they promote Finley, they promote Jamal Mosley, and Haralabov still in the same role. And we're like, well, yeah, how that's much not progress to me. Like, like how much is if, different, you know? So if all three of those are the same, the Mosley one I think could be progress, but the other two, I'm not sure if those are progress, and especially with Ralabov there, right? Like exactly. If that is, that's if the that's key. the, if that's the case. So for me, everything hinges on that. It's like when until we have an answer on that, then it's like okay, well, I, I don't know if we're we're moving forward or not. Let's talk a little bit more about Dirk and his role, what he could possibly bring to the table. Let's talk about the odds from Bet Online to be the next coach, and then we'll get into the Kemba Walker trade, the, the Mavs. I mean, that could that could be the Mavs present right now, which is kind of interesting if you go back and play some revisionist history. But before we do, let's talk about rockauto.com. Ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars. It's impossible to stock everything that you need in a chain store. So why would you wait so the counterman can order the parts on a computer? You can just do that yourself. Order the parts yourself. I went and I ordered a couch today. And I went to the store, and there's a couple of things that they can do for you that's a little special. But in the end, the guy just went on the computer and ordered the couch from the website. I can do that exact thing from my home. And that's how rockauto.com works. You can do it. Go to rockauto.com. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can just quickly see all the parts available just right in front of you. You can pick the one you want. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, any more thoughts on Dirk Nowitzki and his role? What, what is he going to bring? What do you think those meetings are going to be? I would love to be a fly on the wall in some of these meetings and talking about where the team needs to go forward. I'm sure they're talking very bluntly about players and the situation with Porzingis and all that kind of stuff. I'm curious what Dirk is going to say about where the Mavericks are right now, what kind of coach they need, what kind of president of basketball operations they need. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, McMahon had a, a, a tweet today that I thought was very telling of, you know, I'll just read it. He said, at Mark Cuban's request, Dirk Nowitzki, Michael Finley, and a select group of trusted longtime staffers met with him yesterday to discuss the franchise's path forward. Who, who do we think is in there? Do we want to throw out some guesses? Bobby Corrala. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shouts to Bobby. Uh, but... <laughs> But no, it's like, you know, because we're looking at right now saying, well, okay, well, who's making decisions right now? It's like, okay, well, it, let's just say Bob has moved to California. He's gone. He's done. Donnie's out. Rick's out. It's Finn. It's Mark Cuban. You know, there's some other people. Um, you think the coaches are still there? Like, like Mosley can't be in these meetings, right? Probably not at this point. But it's like, who's he trust the most? Because for so long, we've been talking about the – the big heads in these like decisions, yeah, right? The figure it's heads. The, yeah. It's Donnie. It's Rick. It's Mark. It's like, those are the three. And then, you know, Dirk for a lot of the second half of his career for the most part, probably longer than that. So it's like, you had these four big, you know, big people in the room over the past three years, you know, Haral Bob has been, been in that apparently too. So now it's starting to get shaken up, right? It's now we're starting. Are we starting to see a new big four, big five start to form in Dallas? Where starting? It's shook. It's shaking, not stirred. I think. Yeah, but like you know, two people you know left that. Dirk is coming back into it. It looks like and allowing Dirk to speak into those decisions. Will Will Finley? You know, I forgot to say Finley. Well, Finley's kind of moved up into the you know big decision room too. The the round table, I guess however we want to say it. And it's kind of, they're starting to like form that new, who who's in that new role, right? 
what's Finley's role if they go out and hire a Maasai or a new GM? Like, what's his role moving forward? So I think just for Dirk, one, I think it is a great PR. I think it's excellent for the fans to know that yeah. there's a comfort in that. Like, okay, well, if however you feel like Cuban and you know Dirk's in the room, like, oh, okay, well, well, Dirk's here. So. <laughs> it's a blank. Dirk is a blanket, man. Like, he even is. when he he's played, like, I can go to just, work now. He was just a blanket just to come in and to just be the guy that, uh, just be the guy that could, you knew you were going to be okay. You knew there was a baseline of where your team was going to be, how good your team yes. was going to be, right? And it, but, I hope he's the same in that. He Luca loves him. So we can't discredit that either of saying one guy that Luca loved is out. Okay. That wasn't Rick, by the way. I'm talking about Donnie. <laughs> Donnie is out. And it's like that Luca's press conference in Slovenia, which was pre-scheduled and all that, you know, all that stuff. That I think that did show a lot of people who question, you know, when when Spears talked about that and how he presented it was was weird. It was off. He didn't like well, go, go the press. Talk about it because we haven't really gone into that. Mark Spears on ESPN had a you know a quote that Luca is upset about this and he's upset about Donnie. He was Nelson close with leaving. Donnie. He was and really like, close with yeah. Donnie and and all that kind of stuff. And so there was people on both sides that said, "Wow, that's 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 bull crap. Like nothing. Like Mark Spears isn't in one of the." You know, isn't one of the people that we've said to trust with everything on Maverick stuff. Um, yeah, but well, I kind of put him in that national thing. Like when we say the the trust with Maverick stuff, we're talking like McMahon, Cato, Brett, like all these like local guys. But if it's it, like a bigger, it doesn't mean that somebody else can't be right about something, right? It doesn't yes. mean that everything they say is completely wrong all the time. And so it seems like he got that right, and that Luca was, you know, not necessarily upset, but like, ah, dang, Donnie's gone. I've known Donnie since I was a kid, right? Basically, yeah. scouting and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, so there was hear, some validity yeah. to that story. Yes, and. Spears is connected to somebody um, that Luca is. It's got to be Bill Duffy. It's got to be his agent, okay, right? There like, you go. Come on, let's <laughs> <Yes>. be real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the. It's like there. It wasn't just a completely false thing that Spears was talking about. How he presented it's like Luca didn't just throw the presser to talk about dying. It wasn't that was pre. That was scheduled no, like a long yeah. time ago. But it did show fans that Luca was close with Donnie. He did like Donnie. And if you go off Brad Sweet. Who's, that said Luca didn't find out about the Donnie departure until basically we did. That kind of alarmed me too because this is a guy that Luca trusts. This is a guy that Luca has seen with his own eyes since he was like 14 years old. And so for the past eight years, you know, he has known Donnie and Donnie obviously bringing him to Dallas and all of that stuff. So that. That was a little alarming to me. And that part, we argued about that before did, any, yeah. any of this happened. And I took the side and I off the I, podcast too. Oh, was it off the podcast? I think so. I can't. Sometimes I can't remember what we talk about on the podcast and what we don't. But we some argued things about I can't remember. <laughs> 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 you and I argued about this same thing. We're like, are they going to tell Luca? Would they tell Luca about stuff like this? And you were like, oh, absolutely. There's 100% that they would tell Luca, which you would think that they would do. But yeah. in my brain, I'm like, yeah, that would be the smart thing to do. But it doesn't seem like they're going to care what a 22 year old said, even though he's the face of the franchise. Now he's the best player. Yeah. He's top five player in the NBA. I'm not sure they're going to care about what his opinion is on stuff like this. There's just bigger egos at play at this point in it. And so that being said, the, the, the way that this went down, Luca was not told until we were told basically that Don Nelson was going to leave. That's concerning. However, bringing in this team, I think 
Yes, part of it may be PR, but it's not just Mark Cuban sitting on a desk like trading cryptocurrency and then also like making these decisions by himself, right? <laughs> like sitting yeah. there eating a built bar, just, just trying to decide between uh, Jamal Mosley, Becky, Becky Ham, and Terry Stotts, Jason Kidd, right? Like it's just not that guy sitting by himself. So I think that is a very positive thing that there is somebody. And there's a reason why that story came out. The reason why they announced it was a very big story on, yes. uh, on Friday that there's going to be this advisory team because... Uh, that's going to settle down some Mavs fans, and I think it should. I think it. I think it. I think it's good. Yes, one hundred percent. And if you're Luca and you're sitting there looking at it, saying, "Okay, however we want to say it," I'm not saying anything about Luca and Mark's relationship, but like Mark did empower Haralabob, and if Luca doesn't yeah. like Haralabob, strike one. I think that's then, strike one for for Cuban, right? Like and, maybe there's another one back there, but let me strike and, one for him. Well, and then he and then he sees his guy and Donnie, you know, gone. Well. He could, could be looking at, too. <laughs> well, he could be looking at it and just being like, well, dang, like the people who I I'm, I like really trust. So then bam, insert Dirk into that. And it's like, okay, well, it, yeah. I know I, lo- I love Dirk. And I don't think that that's going to be the end of it. I think that we're going to, and, and rightfully so, I'm not saying just because of the situation. I think we see this with franchises, especially with their young stars. It's like, who can we get in here that we know our young star loves? And especially right now that there might be some tension and this is where I firmly believe that JJ Barea will be on the, the oh, coaching yeah. staff next year. It's like, what, what another nugget to slide over to, to Luca and be like, Oh, don't hey, call we- him a nugget. That's not fun. That's not fair. <laughs> but I'm just saying just it's like, what, a, what another thing to slide over to Luca and saying, okay, Hey, we got Dirk in the special advisory <laughs> role. What if Mosley's a go? We promoted Jamal Mosley. You're super close with him. Y'all have yeah. an amazing relationship. We brought JJ Barea on like all of those moves, you know, Luca is like, let's go. Like that's, he loves those guys. So I don't think it's I don't think it's stopping when it comes to with Dirk and the Luca presence. I think JJ Barea will be into that. And I think if Mosley does get the job in Dallas, his relationship with Luca will play a huge part in that. That's gonna be absolutely huge. Coming up, let's get into this a little bit more and then talk about the Kemba Walker trade. It was wild that that came down when it came down it was like eight in the morning that it happened yeah let's get into that coming up but before we do we just talked about mark cuban eating built bars uh maybe he eats built bars maybe he doesn't he's a loyal listener of this podcast shout out mark cuban but if he doesn't eat built bars he should they're a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar they're absolutely great i eat one probably every day i haven't had one today but uh cherry bar c is a great one raspberry is a great one peanut butter brownie is great you have the mint brownie, which is unbeatable, unless you can get your hands on the coconut brownie chunk. Those are absolutely great. And they always come out with new flavors. You can check them out, builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off. They also have all kinds of other stuff. Like they have this immunity boost you can pour in water that's pretty good. They have this uh, boost right now. They have a flavor Cloud 9. That one's pretty interesting. Apricot uh, pineapple, that one's interesting. And they always are coming out with new flavors, new stuff. They have built bites if you want a smaller one, if you don't want the whole thing. You can get that. They have built broth that you can get that's that's bringing in protein that's healthy and natural. All kinds of good stuff with Built Bar. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac Harris. So let's get into some of these odds quickly from BetOnline.ag. One of our other partners, again, promo code LOCKED on to get 50%. Welcome bonus at BetOnline. Jamal Mosley, the overwhelming favorite. 10. I don't, even know how to, baby. I don't even know how to read this odd. Like, uh... 10, 10 of 11, like, I don't know, it's just such an overwhelming favorite. It's 6 to 1 for Becky Hammond, 6 to 1 for Terry Stotts, 8 to 1 for Jason Jason Kidd. Uh, Wait, made- hey, which, real quick, I think it was McMahon who reported that his name was brought up in that meeting with Dirk and them, Jason Kidd. And Tim McMahon used the word briefly on Twitter. Briefly, his name was brought let's up. Ho- let's which- hope that it was very brief. 
I'm taking my victory lap. I, I called this. Jason Kidd's name would be brought up for a PR for a PR stunt for Jason Kidd. Like they're doing him a solid. He's in the running, but he's not really in the running. He's this is Jason Kidd getting uh, a look at this Mavericks job is Michael Scott getting a look at the corporate position when in the office when they were like, yeah, we'll bring him in and we'll 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 take a look at him and we'll we'll interview him, but we're really going to hire one of these other guys. And they end up hiring Ryan. And then later in the deposition episode, they went back and they said, "Was Michael Scott seriously considered for the position? What do you want me to say? He's a nice guy, but no, he was not. He was not seriously considered." I think that's the Jason Kidd situation. It was, uh, this was Dirk bringing it up saying like, "Man, championship year was crazy. Who would have guessed Jason Kidd was a head coach now?" <laughs> and then that's the brief like mentioned. Yeah, should he? Brief. Should we consider him? Yeah, yeah. maybe we should. No, <laughs> well, not. all right, let's move on. Ime Udoka nine to one. John Calipari nine to one. That one. No, really, that one makes. Somebody no tweeted sense. at me, Coach K, and I almost blocked you <laughs> because I honestly don't know what I would do. I, that would be the. I I, I don't know. Isaac Harris, uh, the Tar Heel for life. Mike D'Antoni nine to one. Pablo Lasso nine or twelve to one. I don't even know who that is to be honest. Maybe I that's should Real Madrid's it. coach. He just signed a new oh, contract though. Okay, I, I wouldn't expect him. There you go. Yeah, I apologize for my ignorance. Ted Lasso or Pop? <laughs> it's Ted's cousin. Uh, Chauncey Billups fourteen to one. Sam Cassell fourteen to one. Budenholzer sixteen to one. And Dirk sixty six to one. My mom texted me and said, "What about Dirk for coach?" And I was like, I don't think Dirk is ready for that coaching role yet. Now, we didn't know about Steve Nash, but at least Steve Nash was doing the, you know, player development type role with the Warriors, and he was there with them. So at least he had that little bit of experience there. There's one name on that list I tweeted about today. I've been telling Nick about this guy for for a handful of years now to where if Rick left and Donnie and everyone was still in place, there would be one name I would be saying every day on this podcast that I think will be mentioned, and that would have been Jay Wright. Because mm. I, I know, I just know for a fact how well regarded Jay Wright was with, I guess, now the previous regime. Yeah, I don't right. know how much that relationship and love uh, moves with everyone else still left. Um, but they have a lot of team, they had a lot of Team USA connections uh, with him. Jalen Brunson, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, Sadiq Bey. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, we got to move past this at some point, but but, but it no, is not this day. But it is not this day. But but no, hey, a reference but, you understood that I made. But no, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I I don't. I don't expect his name to be brought up now, just because you know new people are going to be making yeah. those decisions. It seems, but yeah, it'll be, I mean, it looks like right now for a lot of people, it's it's Mosley or the field. Yeah, or the field and. We'll see how it plays out. It, but Cuban has been very, very adamant to Brad, to everybody, that we are hiring a GM first. And that's good. That's awesome. That's that's yeah, a good sign. They should do it. They're not mixing up the order in that and then letting that person go from there. So, But what if they hire somebody and it's like Masai Ujiri or somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, Chauncey Billups my guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What would you do then? Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get into the Kemba Walker trade now unless you have anything else about coaches. Uh, I, I will say this. I think if say they it, do, say it, say, it, say, it, say it. You know, y'all know how much we love Jamal Mosley. I want him thing. to have the head coach so bad. If they get him, if he if he is elevated to that role, then then let's surround him with some experienced experienced head For coaches. Sure, yeah. Then let's bring in a Terry Stotts, right? I would it's, love a Terry Stotts. Exactly, elite, Steve Nash in Brooklyn, right? Like exactly yes, what, they it, what they're doing, Steve Nash in Brooklyn. Let's uh, do that here in Ty Dallas. Lue in, in with the Clippers, even though Ty Lue had coached before, but. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at Tyloo's staff, it's like, whew, like look at all these guys. Kenny Atkinson, I forgot he was even like on his bench and stuff. So I would like Terry Stott would love him as a main assistant coach alongside Jamal Mosley. And there's some other guys in the league too. Of like, man, bring them on as a you know lead assistant or another assistant um, while still keeping all the other assistants because I, I love our coaching staff. Also, sure. Becky Hammond's really good, really good uh, friends with um, Coach Jenny, by the way. Oh yeah, Jenny Buchek. Or uh, yeah. Bu- I was pronouncing it wrong. I thought you uh, said it right. Buchek, right? Jenny Buchek. Yeah. Uh, Becky Hammond, though. I, everyone keeps saying, "Oh, what about Becky Hammond for this job?" She's waiting around for the Spurs job, right? Like, let's be real. She she's been with that yeah. team forever. She's waiting around for Pop to get old and leave. <laughs> that's the next. That's like, the come on, Pop. Her. I don't know if she. Maybe she cares about being the first female head coach, but. Uh, and she may care about the specific job she's going to get more. All right, so OKC and Boston made a trade for two players that we've talked about and have been rumored about, not rumored, we've talked about and discussed hypothetically that they could be a trade for Porzingis if the Mavs went that direction. Kemba Walker, the 16th pick in this draft, the 2021 draft, and a 2025 second-round pick go to OKC. Boston gets Al Horford back which is wild. The Sixers sent Al Horford to the Thunder and with a pick, like they had to attach a pick, and now the Thunder send Al Horford and get a pick back. Moses Brown, who destroyed the Mavs on the boards that one game, and almost everyone else in the league destroyed on the boards. Interesting young player. And a 2023 second-round pick. Interesting deal. Thoughts on Kemba, because John Corrales had his initial Locked On Now reaction that we posted on Locked On Net on Twitter, which, by the way, go follow at Lockdown Network on Twitter. Everybody, there's too many people listening that aren't following that. Uh, That's where we post all our national stuff. You'll get all good stuff all the time. He said that uh, Kemba Walker won't play a single minute for the Thunder. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. At least Al Horford played some, a little bit. Why are we saying that? Chris Paul played a whole year. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But that's what that's what Corrales thinks that he that, that he, he's not gonna play a single minute for the Thunder. Now Horford played a little bit and then he stopped playing at some point during the season when they basically decided to to cash it in, to throw it in, throw in the towel, to, yeah, to yeah. rev the tank up, whatever they decided to do. What's your thoughts on Kemba? What's his future? Do they try to trade him again? Because I think that's definitely possible. They try to yeah. package him in something else and take back a big salary or something like that and get another draft pick. I mean. I was kind of surprised his value was that low. Like, I mean, I, you knew it was low, but for them to attach the 16th overall pick, yeah, to not, <laughs> I mean, Al Horford's not just a, like, it wasn't just He's a, a serviceable player. He's not like a salary dump player at this point, but he is, but it's not like they did it to send him to San Antonio and they didn't take money back. It's like, they yeah. still absorbed a $30 million contract for this year, right. pretty much. And, you know, then it was like $14 million guaranteed for that. So they saved like long-term money, but it wasn't to open up like big-time cash spaces right now. And Horford is like partially guaranteed in that last year. So there's still money on the books. Like they're really not, they're saving like one year. That 30, I think it's $37 million player option for Kemba. Like they're saving that amount of money, but forever, whatever the partial guarantee is, they're saving like $30 million for one season. (laughs) Like literally just one season. And can we point this out? Brad Stevens is now the president of basketball operations for the Celtics. He just coached Kemba Walker for like two years, and then he yeah. trades him like right away. Like, I didn't want him anyway, Danny. So I'm <laughs> yeah. So Rick, if you come in and take the Celtics job, you won't have to worry about Kemba Walker because he was such a headache or whatever. Whatever he thought, like wow, that's so crazy to think that. I like the well, I like the basketball fit for him because they get Al Horford. It's like they lose a vet in Kemba, they bring yeah. in a vet in Al Horford. They need more, you know, front court help there anyway. 
I was just surprised that they gave up the 16th pick for that. Now, what what happens with Kemba? Now, okay, let me just say this too. I've seen some Dallas fans were like, why couldn't we do this deal? Like, man, if we only had a front office. Guys, and and to get the 16th overall pick, you know, with, like Boston's trying to clear up money. Like KP's deal is longer than Kemba's. So if anybody yeah. had to attach a pick, it would have been Dallas uh, if you really wanted Kemba. And so I, that wasn't even a like, yeah, I didn't even see that as a, Asset management wise, that wouldn't, I don't think that would happen. Not that, not this specific deal. Now Uh, a year from now, I mean, what Sam Presti's doing is just brilliant. You know, when you're in OKC, it's like, Hey, just give me the big contract and give me a pick. Now they have three first round picks in this upcoming draft, which is crazy to think about. All three of them will be in the top 16, right? I mean, I mean, their, their page, if you ever been to real GM, they have this future drafts by team list. It is the most insane looking thing. It just, probably looks like a CVS receipt. Just it does. It completely does. It is wild. Just I'm gonna So yeah, it. I'm really curious what OKC does. Do they do the Chris Paul thing and saying, "Hey, cool. <laughs> do you want to uh <laughs> And these are thing. listed. Like these aren't listed like single like a single line. This is like that's This looks like pick. one of my that's Bible commentaries from seminary. That's a pick. That's a pick. This is a, a swap. So that's the there are three picks this year and then this is a pick this is a pick. This is a pick. <laughs> like, there's like three picks per year for the next couple of years here. That's wild. But do they do the Al Horford thing with him to where they basically send him home? I I just don't see that. Or will they do the Chris Paul thing and say, Hey, we be a vet. And, but how, how long are they going to do that? Right. How long is yeah. SGA going to be like, okay, cool. Like, I'm glad we keep on doing this, but like, am I always going to play alongside other point guards? They're going to learn from Boston here because Boston waited way too long to cash in anything, right? They just kept their picks and they just kept drafting mediocre players in the in mid rounds. And I think they're going to learn from Boston and cash in some of these assets and take them all and trade. Like, I don't know what could they trade five first round picks for somebody? Right? <laughs> like well, once, they, I, once yeah. they get enough, once they actually get enough talent to become viable and there actually could be a playoff team. Yeah, I think they still have to wait a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure. They got to, I mean, we love SGA, but I don't know if he's a, you know, a, a number one franchise cornerstone. They could get that over the next few drafts. Like they could, could they get a Cade Cunningham or could they get, you know, one of these top five guys are going to be, is going to be credible. So it's like if they, a couple more drafts and a couple more young players, I mean, we know Poku is like in a league of his own, but you know, a couple more cornerstone pieces and then they got to figure their stuff out. I think they're still beginning is what I'm saying. On this on this trade with the Porzingis thing in mind, uh, a listener on 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 YouTube actually commented. I, it was a good YouTube comment, which by the way, not many are not many are good. Some of them are hilarious. Bro, but- what's wrong with my facial hair? Why do why y'all coming after me? <laughs> also, people today were saying that you looked high and they're like, oh, I like Isaac more now that he's high. I'm like, no, he just has two kids under the age of three. <laughs> and I was excited about uh, a move that just happened. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're like giddy. It was giddy more. Uh, I'm but sorry. Somebody I, had to cont- I should have contained that a little bit more, guys. Somebody on YouTube said, it's kind of dumb to trade Porzingis before we see him with this new coach. Like, what if this new coach brings a system that's going to maximize Porzingis more and then he looks good this season and then his value goes up to where he's actually tradable and a viable trade piece for something else? Or you don't want to trade him because he's happy and he's playing well, right? Like, that could still happen. I I still believe that they can make it work because it was fine, like, in the bubble, and that was a year ago, right? Like, it's not that far in the past that, you know, this is a working relationship. It was good. Winning cures all things. Yeah, well, and a lot of it has to do with where his mind's at too, right? I mean, if he, you know, if he's just completely like 
get me out. Like, we don't know. Yeah. Like, if he's in that spot, then, you know, that's different. But if he's like, man, I want to give us another shot. New head coach, new GM, like, new system, new everything. Let's do this. Like, let's give it. A, and he's motivated that way. It's like, sure, why not? Let's try this out. There's st- like the, the best path forward is still KP being KP. Yeah, right. And we have yeah, two young, st- you know, guys under 20, you know, 25 and under that are amazing. So who knows? I mean, at this point, I think I would be a little surprised if he's traded before, you know, the season starts just yeah. because there's so much. Like if you, if Donnie and Rick were staying, I would have been like, okay, I think KP, there's a good chance because something has to change, right? And but now there's been so much change. I don't know if like does it does it still happen? And were we like, wow, it's insane? I wouldn't be like, man, that's the most insane thing. But I'm not expecting it over the off season anymore. No, there you go. That's your bonus pod, bonus extra pod. We went a little longer than I even thought. There's so much to get to. So there you what go. What a week! What a week! What a week! Lemon, it's Wednesday, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. <laughs> You know, every time I mention the past, he's like, you're so old, you're so old. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he doesn't listen, you know. uh, Porzingis, yeah, shows a little more respect towards me than uh, than Luca does. Uh, Luca is reckless at times.